Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. It's time to roll your sleeves up and get your hands dirty with Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. And hello, you're on Dirt Radio with 3CR, a community radio. So Dirt Radio is a show sponsored by Friends of the Earth. So today, we are three here in the studio. I got the chance to have Emily and Melissa with me. We're going to speak with uh, Melissa, Melissa Corbett. So she's a Earthworker event coordinatrix. Uh, so roughly... Earthwalker is, and I'm going to tell you a little bit of more information about Earthwalker before we start, okay? Earthwalker is an, a really exciting community initiative, actually. Uh, it's made like to build renewable energy solutions to climate change and to provide a sustainable and also like help creating jobs for local communities. So, Melissa Corbett, she, you've been uh, involved with the co-op for a couple of years and uh, you're here to tell us a little bit more about like the background of the co-op and how it will help us to transition to renewable. Uh, Melissa, could you could you start by giving us a little bit of an idea of like when and how did uh, Earthwalker begin? Okay. Um, well, Earthworker has actually been going around, uh, going for a long time. Um, it was founded by a group of people who um, saw that you know, we needed to address, like, the environmental crisis, but also that we needed to provide people with uh, sustainable job opportunities as well. And that's been... It's been going for about 16 years. Um, but in the past couple of years, um, the project has really grown. Um, I've been a member for, yeah, a couple of years and I've been actively involved in Earthworker for about... 15 months, a bit over 12 months, yeah. Um, and basically uh, we're sort of, I guess, um, looking at renewable energy manufacturing okay. as a, a, a way of addressing both the environmental climate change crisis and also um, employment crisis as well because many manufacturing jobs have been lost in this state. So you say that you're manufa- manufacturing uh, renewable energy. What are you What are you making? Could you be a little bit more specific about okay. that? Well, um, our main focus at the moment has been on solar hot water systems. Um, and currently we are turning Everlast, which is the manufacturer of the um, hot water tanks that we um, have as part of the solar hot water systems that we distribute, um, into a cooperative. So um, because of the crisis in manufacturing, Everlast has been finding it very difficult to continue operating and so we've stepped in and currently Earthworker is buying Everlast so that it can be kept in community hands and eventually transferred transfer the ownership into the hands of the workers. All right, so like Earthworker is with like a co-op of different workers. So like is the workers gonna, is going to own the Everlast company? Yes. All right. So that's, and how, how big is, your, is Earthworker? We have about 700 members 
and we have probably about 30 people who are active organisers and Everlast has about uh, 15 people currently employed in the factory and that includes the managing director down to people who are working on the factory floor. So it's quite a big-sized project. Are you only based here around Melbourne or where is the factory? The factory is in Dandenong. Um, the idea of Earthworker is it's supposed to be uh, an Australian-wide project and we're hoping to set up more cooperatives in other parts of Australia and in particular other parts of Victoria. We have a branch over in the Hunter Valley as well of people who are active members of Earthworker. Um, but at this stage, our main focus has been on... Um, turning Everlast into a cooperative. And because that's really, really interesting. When, uh, like, the, the coal and all the fossil, fuel, fossil fuels, they get pretty much, like, phased out, uh, what's going to happen with, with the workers and their jobs? And, like, Earthworker looks like it's part of the solution to give new direction for workers without having, like, mass unemployment. Uh, how, how do you picture Earthworker in a bigger scale? Well, I guess um, Earthworker is basically trying to uh, say that, you know, the environment and workers don't have to be enemies. You know, we can have jobs in sustainable industries. And so one of our main goals is to eventually set up a factory in Morwell, which is um, where the current like um, coal power plant Hazelwood, Hazelwood yes. is uh, currently located and it's experiencing very high unemployment there and um, all the good jobs are in the coal industry. And so we would love to one day open a factory there so that people can have good quality jobs, well-paying jobs, um, but in a sustainable industry which is, you know, either manufacturing wind turbines or doing uh, some other kind of work that's related to renewable energy that's directly contributing to a solution for climate change. That's brilliant. Like, so one of your main objectives is to bring back manufacturing jobs back home. Uh, is the Victorian government supports you to reach this goal? Well, a number of uh, political parties support us so everyone from the nationals through to the greens is quite supportive of Earthworker. but um actually coming through with actual material support has been somewhat problematic over the years so um russell north who's a member for um the nationals in morwell yes he was very supportive of us opening a factory in morwell because obviously he could see that, you know, providing employment opportunities for people in his seat was a fantastic thing for him as a politician. And so he loved Earthworkers' idea, but um, people sort of never really followed through because it has to go through the bureaucracy. And um, a lot of the people who are working in the bureaucracy at the moment um, sort of I guess they have certain ideas about the world and the directions that we should go into and I, I guess they're not answerable to the public the way that politicians tend to be. So they're quite entrenched in a certain set of ideas 
we would refer to those ideas as basically neoliberalism. Yeah, so like again, we can uh, we we can see that happening. Like as an individual, we think it's a brilliant idea, and people think that that's awesome. But when they need to to help you directly with something a little bit more concrete, you you don't find really like many people anymore. Uh, not in terms of politicians, and that's why we try and appeal to the community directly because the community is a lot further ahead in terms of thinking about climate change and the need for jobs in Australia and the need for Australia to continue to have a manufacturing industry. Um, People in the community are a lot more receptive to that than a lot of people in the bureaucracy. Um, Politicians, some of them are receptive to these ideas as well too, but um, it's generally quite hard for them to implement it. And so um, without that critical base from the community, uh, they haven't sort of followed through on in terms of implementing solutions or providing support to us. And so that's where we've been appealing directly to people to help us buy the Everlast factory, to mm-hmm. um, purchase our solar hot water systems as an Australian-made product. And, uh, like, people joining joining you, all the, the workers who come, who came, uh, are they coming because they want to protect uh, the environment or to do something against climate change or they're more working to trying to protect their job and uh, having this, like, manufacturing industry close to their house? Yeah, people become members for a whole range of in- uh, reasons and, you know, become involved in Earthworker for a whole range of... I- um, reasons. It's a very broad-based, has a very broad-based appeal. Um, so people, you know, support us because, you know, they believe in Australian manufacturing and that's kind of where people from, say, Everlast are more coming from is because they really believe in Australian manufacturing. Many of the people who are active members and organisers of Earthworker come from, say, the environment movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of um, people who yeah come into Earthworker for all sorts of reasons. And how could we uh, help you and to support your host, like or based in Melbourne? And I reckon like many of our listeners, maybe they're pretty interesting to join the group of becoming members. Could you get us a little bit more information? Give us. Okay, well, you, I mean, you can become a member through joining through our website earthworkercooperative.com.au or you can um, I guess we do a lot of uh, festivals so I was down helping out at the stall at the Southern Gippsland Sustainability Festival and so that's a great way to join up as well because you know we regularly try and um, make appearances at sustainability festivals or other public events we helped co-host the Just Transitions tour and so many Mm. people joined through events such as that. Um, Do you see people in the community interested by Earthworker? Like, for example, when you were doing this stall at South Gippsland, uh, what was the response? The response was very positive. Uh, a number of people had actually heard Dave Karen, who's our project officer, speak um, before because he spent a lot of time in Gippsland. He's um, done numerous talks out in Warrigal and he spent a lot of time with people in Morwell and so a number of people came up to us and they're like, we really love what you're doing. Um, yeah, all around, we had a very positive response yesterday. Um, 
Kev and I, who Kev was the other organiser who was at the stall, um, we were both run out, of, run off our feet. We barely had time to eat. So yes. oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's really great. I think once the word gets out, people were very supportive of us. Yeah, great. And I think it's what really what Victoria wants to have like some manufacturing and like a lot of jobs and not just thinking that we, we have to rely in some crappy jobs the mining industry can provide us. Mm. It's awesome. You're doing really, really good job. Thank you very much uh, for all this information. Melissa, so you were listening to Melissa Corbett and she is the admin and event coordinatorist at Earthworker Corp. She was talking about sustainable work and green energy solution. You can find them on earthworkercooperative.com.au. Thanks, Colin. Thank you very much. You're going to listen to a community announcement. And after we come back with Emily and we're going to speak about, yes, to renewable and um, renewable energy targets. Stay tuned. It's time to roll your sleeves up and get your hands dirty with Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Do you want to get in contact with a socially progressive audience and diverse communities? Are you organising a forum, concert, festival, rally, call-out or film screening and want to let people know? Unlike other community radio stations, 3CR doesn't have commercial advertising. But we do offer not-for-profit, community and government organisations a chance to connect with 3CR's diverse and lively audience. Go to www.3cr.org.au and find out about our very affordable community announcements. Or call 3CR on 9419 8377 and get your event on air. And welcome back. You on Dirt Radio with uh, Colin. I have the chance to have like Melissa and Emily today with me. So now we uh, have asked Emily Gaifer. She's the event coordinator coordinator for Yes to Renewable, uh, really a famous campaign from Friends of the Earth, as we uh, as we know. So she's here to explain to us some of the issues behind the resistance of the current government to increase investment in renewable energy and technology. So Yes to Renewable is a strong campaign from Friends of the Earth. Uh, You're focusing in renewable energy and to bring clean power to Australian community. It's roughly like the swords of Friends of the Earth to, to fight for the protection of the renewable energy target. So, Emily, um, does any everyone listening know what the rate is? I um, don't think so. So I'm going to just ask you, could you explain to us what, what we call the rate? Right. So uh, the renewable energy target uh, is a scheme set up by the government. Uh, and... No, sorry, we just got a little problem with the mic, apparently. Uh, could you please, Melissa, give... Yes, your helmet to Emily. Yeah. Thank you very Better much. Now? Perfect. Yeah, yes, great. We are. <laughs> Thanks for that. No problem. Uh, yeah, so the Renewable Energy Target uh, is a scheme set up to increase our um, investment in the renewable energy sector. Um, so it's currently set at a fixed target of 41 terawatt hours of renewable energy to be created by 2020. Uh, so that means that at least 20% of our energy production would come from renewables by the end of the decade. Okay. Um, and currently, 
the Abbott government um, are placing an attack on this target. Uh, they don't want to increase the amount of investment we put in the renewable energy sector and they don't believe um, in increasing the input of renewable energy into our energy production in Australia. Could you tell us why they will, they don't want, like, what's wrong with renewable? Well, we're saying there's nothing wrong with it, really, and that um, from all accounts, the attack that the Abbott government is putting on renewable energy is totally unheralded, and it's really just an ideological approach. Um, you know, we've seen all over the world, countries are investing in renewable energy, and... <clears throat> Not only is it great for the environment, it also creates jobs, um, puts, puts, empowers communities to control their energy production. And just, you know, from a local standpoint, polling shows that Australians love renewable energy. We want to look after the environment. We want a tradition to, uh, transition to a future that involves renewable energy. So there's, there's just really no reason why we shouldn't be investing. Do you think it's a question of like lobbying behind like mining industry, trying to lobby a little bit the government to put more pressure? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of vested interests in terms of who supports the government. And, you know, the mining industries have been very powerful um, in Australia in the past, you know, and, and they do we do produce in Victoria as well. We produce a lot of energy. Uh, through the coal production systems, but there's no reason why that has to continue into the future. Um, we're seeing that, um, you know, traditional forms of energy production, they're not good for communities, they're polluting the environment, um, and they're just unsustainable. So there's really no reason apart from an ideological standpoint to stay in, the, in that sort of, you know, backwards technology age. Yeah, totally. Uh, 100% agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Is, um, is uh, Yes to Renewable working with health workers? Uh, well, yeah, we're working with Earthworker at the moment. Uh, yes, Renewables are a supporter of a lot of other community projects. And yeah, it's, I think that Earthworker is a really empowering organization for workers to, you know, become more involved with the energy systems. Um, yeah, Yes, Renewables <clears throat> supports a lot of different community campaigns. And yeah, we just want to empower communities to make their own decisions about the energy future. That's yeah, awesome. Like, which... I was wondering because a lot of people here wants to try to promote and to protect uh, our renewable mm -hmm. energy, and but as an individual, which some like some sort of like strong action we can do yeah. uh, to to help the rat getting through. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's at the moment the Abbott government are standing very strong on their position on the renewable energy target, so it might be a little bit. Um, of a lost cause there. But on a Victorian level, we've seen really good leadership on renewable energy from uh, the new Premier, Daniel Andrews, and also from mm -hmm. the Energy Minister, Lily D'Ambrosio. So in Victoria, they've just recently removed the worst of the anti-wind farm planning laws that we had in place um, under the last Liberal government. Dennis put yeah. this beautiful law against wind farm. Yeah, and um, continued on from the Bellew government before that too. So yeah. a bit of a legacy of um, anti-renewables in Victoria. But that's great that we can see like the, the this new government just trying to step, yeah, ste step up and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. some good first steps from, uh, from Labor. But, um, you know, we definitely like to see more leadership given the um, volatile federal um, climate at the moment. Um, and... 
you know, it could even come in the form of a Victorian renewable energy target, which Labor haven't ruled out, but they haven't really made any promises relating to that either. Um, But that could be a really great step for Victoria and, yes, sort of from a personal or community standpoint, supporting those type of initiatives is could be really great for us. And how can can I support uh, this type of uh, initiative uh, yeah, well, from home? Uh, we have a few um, petitions on uh, Friends of the Earth and Yes to Renewables right now supporting the renewable energy target and also, uh, yeah, I think, a Victorian renewable energy target. So if you are on social media, you yes. can log on to Facebook and follow Yes to Renewables our page and we have a lot of updates relating to what's going on with um, the current policies and yeah if you want to get involved in the campaign um, or yeah follow us on Twitter too same handle Yes to Renewables um, but yeah if you're interested in uh, becoming a more active member of the Yes to Renewables campaign we have meetings on Tuesday nights at uh, Friends of the Earth in on Smith Street at 6.15pm so everyone's welcome to come to that um, yeah we're just a sort of grassroots community organisation so everyone's welcome And uh, you're really friendly. Yeah, no need to be scared. Yeah, awesome. And that's really important. I think that Australia should be like a clean country. And uh, as in the world, like we want to see Australian, maybe a little bit the same way we see New Zealand as a clean and green and like beautiful country where people live pretty happily. Exactly. And uh, at the moment, it's like a lot of. Con- a lot of like pollutions and uh, unemployment so that's awesome thank you very much uh, Melissa uh, sorry Emily <laughs> so many uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yes you were listening to Emily Gaifer she's the you're the event coordinator yeah. for Yes to Renewable you were talking about the renewable energy target and how currently the government is trying to put it down so we have a little bit of incoming events popping on like for this week so this saturday in the for the 4th of april we got a rally against racism so that's gonna be cool guys you can come to fight against racism at uh, let's meet at uh, federation square at 12 noon uh, saturday the 4th of april Also, there is a book being launched. Have you heard about uh, it's called the the Cold Face, and uh, it's about Azelwood uh, the Azelwood disaster. Mm-hmm. So it's, it happened what like two day, two two years ago, maybe mm-hmm. last year even. Uh, last uh, year, one la- year. Yeah, one year ago, and that's awesome. So like the launch of this book, it's gonna be in a little. Uh, library in Carlton but you can find all this information on the Quit Call uh, Facebook page it's going to be on Tuesday evening between 6 and 7 so that's going to be great you're going to have so much information to be able to support the crew over there also there is uh, John Lango is not here with us today it just dropped something for us so that's Colin Hart plus Climate Equal Change 2015 So that's a festival of climate change related hearts and ideas that will include over 20 curated exhibitions and alongside a series of keynote lectures and public forums featuring local and international guests. So that's gonna ha- is gonna be staged in Melbourne from the 11th of April till the 17th of May. So in a lot of different museums and galleries all around Melbourne. So keep an eye for that and we'll be really Pretty interesting to to go and say uh, and see all of this uh, cool stuff. 
Okay, so we're on time. That's amazing. <laughs> so we're going to be able to hand this program. Thank you very much for listening.